Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy, The Saint, and of course, this is The Saint Says. Coming live and direct from Kansas City, Missouri, my own town. Hope everybody had a good week. Mine was pretty damn long. Um, long story short, I work with a lot of old people, and I drive. So, that should just tell you right there how long a week it has been. But tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to talk about the future. 2000s and the 21st century have turned into the rehashing of the wild, wild west. It is the rehashing of hatred, racism, and everything else. And it's also giving me a very bad taste in my mouth because I thought we'd be better at this in this century. But apparently we brought everything from the 20th into this century and made it even worse. So me, I like to do a nostalgia sometimes. And I'm a very nostalgic guy. I remember a lot of stuff when I was a kid and growing up young and stuff like that. So tonight, I'm taking you into what I like to call the Wayback Machine. And where are we going exactly? Well, we are going back to the 19-fucking-80s. Ah, yes, the 80s. Big hair. Women wearing shirts and dresses that have shoulder pads like they were a football player. Jerry Curls. Um, Cortez's, um, uh, Aquanet, big hair photographs in colleges and high school, um, swatches, trapper keepers, everything about that decade. That decade pretty much shaped everything that you're doing right this second. Now, you may ask yourself, well, Saint, what the hell are you talking about? Well, when the 80s started, we were, um, we just went through an evil, evil fucking war that lasted longer than I've been alive, and that is the Vietnam War. People were still rolling over that because the Vietnam veteran was treated like complete shit when they got back from the war. I have the utmost respect for Vietnam veterans. I would shake a hand of a veteran from Vietnam faster than anybody else because they didn't get it when they got back. But anyway, so the 1980s, oh, what a hell of a time. It was, compared to now, very, very, very quiet. Yeah, there was a lot of violence. There was, um, you know, people acting stupid and colds and stuff like that. But nothing like it is now. And that's why I like to talk about it. So... What in the 80s did I like the most? There's a lot of things. There is the music. You have Michael Jackson. You had Tina Turner, Rest in Peace. You had Whitney Houston, Rest in Peace. Had Prince in the Revolution. Oh, Rest in Peace. Um, Luther Vandross, Rest in Peace. And Madonna actually was Madonna then. She actually had the body of a Madonna. I don't know about now, but that was years ago. MTV, music television, used to play actual music videos. 24-7, 365, we never go to bed, we never go to sleep. Friday Night Videos, loved that show too. We used to show songs of the week, or the month, or the year. And uh, TV shows. Miami Vice, loved that show. Night Rider, greatest car ever. Dynasty. 
Someone getting slapped or thrown in some water. Dallas, someone dies and then comes back and then dies again. Falcon Crest, same shit. <laughs> uh, Eighteen. Four guys that served in Vietnam and escaped from prison to, you know, I guess to get away from being, you know, framed for murder and all that type of shit. Um, <laughs> and I cannot believe I'm about to say this because it, it was part of the 80s and I, I miss it. Reagan being in office. Hello there, my name is Ron Reagan. Yeah, him too. The 80s was a simpler, and <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this either, was a simpler time. And it was a simpler thing for people. Everybody knew their lane. Everybody stayed in their lane. No one was above anything. You did the law, you broke the law, you're going to jail. If you don't believe me, ask Jim Baker. Yes, Jim Baker. Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. And um, Jim lied through his teeth to get money. He didn't pay taxes on his money. And once he was completely ready to go to prison by the FBI, he cried like a little bitch. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go on YouTube and pull up Jim Baker being arrested. And you will see the picture of him <laughs> heard around the world. Um, John Lennon was assassinated by John Wayne Gacy. I think that's who he was. Right outside his apartment in New York. Ronald Reagan being shot in Washington or in somewhere. See, it's been so long, I don't even remember. <laughs> I remember him being shot, though. Um, so when it comes to the 1980s, I can see why my mom and dad used to say back in their day, which was like the 40s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, even the 90s. Well, back in their day, mostly was the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and maybe the 70s. Because they were wild, they were free, they were doing stuff. I don't know what they were doing. I don't want to know because it's none of my business. But um, I could see why they always said those were the good old days. I always wonder why the hell they said that for. And here I am on the compass of being 48 years old next month. Wow. I see why they say that. Because, let's face it, ladies and gentlemen, the future is not bright. It's scary as hell. Been scary. It's been getting scarier by the day. We have people that like to shoot people for no fucking reason with guns that they shouldn't even have. Scared to take our kids to school because it might be the last time you see them because someone decides to do a mass shooting. Politicians are like cutthroats. Democrats hate Republicans, Republicans hate Democrats, and all those little poor folks are in the middle. You have uh, followers who are following who I like to call the Cheeto in his devious ways of doing stuff to get back into power. So let's face it, 21st century fucking sucks. It sucks ass. It sucks like a hooker in Hollywood. Sucks completely. And if I know then what I know now, I would have I would have enjoyed the '80s a lot more because there was no such thing as mass shootings. There were shootings, just not in a mass way. There was no harming children or teenagers or even walking into school with a handgun, unless you were a cop. Um, the weather, eh, it was well, it was weather. 
winter, spring, summer, fall. Um, football was uh, was football. You hit somebody, knock them down, they fall on the ground, and you know, might even win the game. Who cares? So, I can see why my mom and dad used to say that a lot. And now I am here saying the exact same thing. That was the good old fucking days. And it was. I had a jury curl when I was a kid. S curl, if you can believe that. Very popular back in the day. It was probably like 84, 85 or something like that. I had long hair. I don't have any now. I I have hair, but it's not as long as it was back in those days. Real soul glow stuff. Soul glow, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, the movies, classic fucking movies. I'm talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Temple of Doom, any Star Trek, from the the motion picture all, picture all the way up until the end. You had uh, Oscar winners, Gene Hackman. Uh, Tom, well, not Tom, but, um, you know, Meryl Streep, uh, Dustin Hoffman, um, you know, Robert De Niro, one of my all-time favorite actors. And I'm not just saying that because we've had his first name. Um, all kinds of stuff. Star Wars. There was a time there was only three Star Wars movies. One, two, three. That was it. Star Wars, the original, Return of the Jedi, or no, actually, the, the original Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, and then lastly, my favorite, Return of the Jedi. There was only three of them. Uh, as I mentioned, women had very large hair. Men too. Um, a lot of good singers, Patti LaBelle, when she had her, whatever the hell that was on her head back in the day. It was a hairstyle I, I've never seen it in my life. By today's standards, that would have been cool. And uh, I had a um, had a good time back in those days. There was no such thing as you know video you know games in home video games unless it was a Nintendo or an Atari or something like that. And it wasn't no. Staying inside, playing your video games until your eyes turn red. You can't move out your damn seat because you got cramps. Your father or your mother or both sent your ass outside to burn off some of the energy that you've been storing for the last week. When I mean burning off, I mean climbing trees, riding bikes, playing basketball, playing football, baseball, running up and down the street. It doesn't fucking matter. It was in. The, it was outside. And if you went outside, you stay outside because a parent would put a foot in your ass if you didn't do it. History, Tiananmen Square, the, uh, the you know, missile, nuclear missile disarmament between Russia or the USSR at the time and the United States. Gorbachev, Reagan shaking hands. Gorbachev having that crazy looking red spot on his head that looked like, looked like Russia. And um, the list was long, now long. MTV, again. They actually used to play videos 24-7, day or night. I remember every single time, me and my brothers and sisters used to stay up. I mean, like, coming in every five minutes in, if there was a Michael Jackson video coming on. And yes, Michael Jackson. Michael fucking Jackson. He owned 
the music industry in the 1980s with hits like Billie Jean, Thriller, Beat It, <laughs> Say, Say, Say with Paul McCartney. Every damn thing, the man walked out of the Grammy for like nine or ten of them motherfuckers because of that, that album, Thriller album. It is now, and I can say this proudly, the greatest record album ever fucking made. I like to see one of these R&B singers now try to even fucking touch that shit. And they won't. Why? Because they, uh, well, it's the 21st century. And um, Michael did a lot of stuff then that was like, holy shit, I can't believe this. Moonwalker, come on. If you've never seen Moonwalker, yeah, you probably have to be on some very, very good marijuana to watch it. But it was a, it was a, uh, it was Fantastic by today's standards. You got Michael Jackson up here dancing around Screw Criminal, the, the, the great glean that he did. You got the uh <laughs> you got the car that he turns into, you know, bullets flying and everything else. You know, typical Michael Jackson stuff. <laughs> and then um politicians, they yeah, they were cutthroat as well. But not by today's standards. They were calm compared to the assholes we have now. You know, <laughs> I get up in the morning thinking, what what politician is going to say something fucking stupid today? And they never let me down. They do, especially in the Republican side. They say shit dumb every five minutes. But see, there's a big difference between the politicians now and the politicians then. Back then... They kept it quiet that they didn't like anybody. They kept it quiet that they want the power not just to serve the people that they're you know, they're representing. It was quiet. They just kept behind closed doors. Presidential elections. One guy won, one guy lost. The other guy moved out to pay, the other guy moved guy move in. No problems. No insurrections, no nothing. And um also there was um, there was a time. Well, actually, take that back. The biggest song in those days, and I might get a little slack on this one. Bruce Springsteen, the man breathed and bled blue collar music. Born in USA, come on! Anytime that song comes on the radio. Yeah, I'm an African-American through and fucking through, okay? But I have opened my mind to other, other genres of music, except for maybe country. I, you know, there's only a few songs in country that I actually like. But, <laughs> I mean, we had, we had Bruce Springsteen, E Street Band. We had Devo. We had U2, which is still my favorite group. You know, uh, B-52s, uh, Aerosmith. Metallica, hell, even Queen. Come on, it's Queen. You've seen the movie. And um, it was it was a great fucking era. I mean, we had I mean everything that's classic now was not classic when I was growing up. E.T. Extraterrestrial, home, phone home. You can't make a movie like that anymore. Everything is slapped together, 
thrown together, CGI together, whatever. Even though E.T. is definitely a CGI movie, <laughs> but it was a touching movie. It was about friendship, even from two different worlds. You have Elliot, you have E.T. You have the glowing finger, ouch. Come on. When he was about to die, everybody in the damn movie theater where I went to go see he was crying like a motherfucker. Oh my God, he, he's going to die. No, but he came back to the flying, the flying BMX bike. That's been a symbol of Amblin since that movie came out. Steven Spielberg was not fucking around here, okay? But see, the thing about it is, this is how nostalgic that era is, okay? Because anything that happened in those days, they were tame compared to shit now, in this century. We didn't have, like I said, we didn't have all these damn game systems that you can, you know, play somebody in another damn country or some shit. We had Atari. We had Pong. You don't know what Pong is. Pong is a <laughs> the most simplest game in the world for its for strategy and movement. Okay? You had a little joystick, a brown and black joystick. And you're hitting this little ball back and forth between these two pallets. You gotta get down before it gets off. And blip, 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 blip. I mean we had Qbert, Miss Pac-Man, Pac-Man. Um, man, a whole bunch of them. And of course, my personal favorite, we had Saturday morning fucking cartoons. Every October, they would show a preview on Channel 9 of the cartoons that were premiering that fall. They show commercials like throughout the entire damn summer about new cartoons. The Smurfs, for example. My mom has four or five Smurf classes in her possession. When she passed away, I don't know what the hell happened to them. My sister probably got them. I don't know. But they were nostalgic because my mother brought those damn cups from Hardee's in 1983. If I even looked at them, she would say, get away from them damn classes. They're classics. They don't make those any damn more. Same thing with Atari. Yeah, Atari... <laughs> It was one of the it was one of the very first video game systems. Okay, to get one, you are the fucking man, and it only had a few games that you could play on there. So you had friends over and they're playing the little joysticks and all that type of shit. There was no vibration and all that other type of thing and you know surround sound and shit. It was just bleep, bleep, bleep. that's it. And then Nintendo came out with a game. Came out with two games actually. That, or actually three, sorry, that um, stood the test of fucking time. And I mean Mario, Mario Brothers, played that. Um, Duck Hunt, I was the king of Duck Hunt. I could shoot them damn birds down faster before they can get off the ground. Okay? And that was before the whole mellow violent, I'm going to take my gun to church shit started. Back then, it was just in well and fun. And then there is Tetris. Ah, Tetris. I had a tournament once when I was living in California, and it was a Tetris tournament. It was just between all of us kids on the block. I was the winner of Tetris. I was a champion two times in a fucking row playing Tetris. And I felt accomplished because I actually beat all these other guys playing Tetris. 
So you see, ladies and gentlemen, those were simpler times from my point of view. Okay, there wasn't all this damn strife and shit that you have right now. There wasn't no such thing as a fucking school shooting back then. There was no such thing of getting on, you know, Facebook or TikTok and burning yourself in the chest with fucking sanitizer to get noticed and to get likes. There was none of that shit. Sell your phone. Smartphone? What the fuck is that? In 1980? If you didn't have a phone that was bigger than your damn leg, you wasn't doing nothing then. A lot, a lot of drug dealers had those. They also had a lot of benzes and shit like that. And, of course, back to music again. Hip-hop is in, is in the midst of, you know, having a 50th anniversary of hip-hop. I know a lot of people don't like hip-hop. A lot of people think, oh, it's just a bunch of damn noise. Really? Okay. Well, that's your prerogative. But for me, I've been listening to rap for 40 of those 50 years, I've seen some of the damn greats come out the woodwork. And you'd be like, damn, this dude could really flow. I'm talking about Hall of Famer LL Cool J. Hall of Famer, um, Billy Mel and the Fierce Vibe, all them people. Run DMC. Come on. My Adidas? <laughs> you, you can't touch that shit. Yeah, it may sound dated to some people, but it was new to me and it still sounds good. You know, and we, uh, you know, we we had fun. That was the main fucking point of the 80s. It was fun. Not all of it, but most of it, when you're a kid especially. I mean, I used to beg my mom to go outside when she got home from work. Mom, please, can I go outside? I don't know, not do you do your room. You would clean your damn room so damn fast so you can get outside before the sun goes down. And then if the sun did go down. Say it was like on a weekend, like a Friday, Friday night. Your ass got in front of that damn door before the lights came on. Yeah, it sounds fucking stupid, but that's what it was in my day. Okay? And for those that listen to this, and you're, you know, Gen Xers or babies, 80 babies, all that bullshit, you would know exactly what I'm talking about here. All the cartoons, Thundercats, oh man, Thundercats, Silverhawks, you know, Bugs Buddy and Friends, Super Friends. Um, they even had a cartoon for Mr. T. Mr. T! He had a cereal. <laughs> a fucking cereal. Mr. T cereal. I ate some of that shit. Several times. It wasn't the best, but it was, eight, it was, a, it was a Mr. T. Okay? Hell, even Chuck Norris had a goddamn cartoon back in those days. To, I mean, come on. Yeah, the man's like 80-something years old now, but back in the day, he, had, he was, you know, Chuck was, he still is, the man. So much that he made a fucking cartoon out of it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and if you don't, like I said, all the stuff I just mentioned, if you're wondering what the fuck I'm talking about, go to YouTube. They got, they got videos of all types of shit. Look up uh, Mr. T cartoon. Look up Chuck Norris cartoon. If that shit don't pop up, then you looking in the wrong spot. So, and this is the craziest thing I've ever said. I can still remember all the shows my mom watched on three days. On Wednesdays, it was Dynasty. 
Ah, yes, Dynasty. The Blake Carrington, played by the late Robert Forsythe, was a millionaire. He was a billionaire, actually. He was an oil man living in Denver. They always had a, they always showed a, a picture or a helicopter view of the house that he lived in. Big ass house. And I've been to that house. Again, you don't know what Dynasty is? Look it up on YouTube. Look it up on wherever you're at, wherever you go to. And it was not, a, it was the most expensive show at the time on TV. They are millionaires. You know, you, know, you had Crystal, you had Alexis played completely bad badass. <laughs> you know, but they had fights. And uh, Joan Collins, that's what her name is. Beautiful woman. And she was a complete bitch on that show. She had several fights with, you know, with Crystal, falling in water, falling down a muddy you know, pathway or whatever. But it was entertaining, though. And it kept people wanting to see it more and more and more. <sighs> then you have, um, on Thursday, Knox Landing. You could not be near the fucking television when Knox Landing was on and my mother was home. You turn the channel, you lobby get your ass beat. Don't you turn that damn channel. Knox Landing's coming on. I could hear her saying that shit. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, ma'am. Take your ass outside. Okay. It's Friday, so you didn't give a fuck. And that's another thing. Kids in the 1980s are so, so, so damn different than they are now. I know I'm not the only one that begged my mother to go over to a friend's house to play basketball, to ride a BM Beck spike, and all that type of shit. I cannot be the only one that thought that shit and done that. We all did. And I'm like, huh. and we didn't have the house cleaned up or anything like that. We were not going outside until it was done. The dishes, there was no fucking such thing. It was a thing as dishwasher. But see, I was the dishwasher in our house. Me, my brother, and my three sisters. So we didn't have the dishwasher bullshit. The hand that you, the left and right was your dishwasher and dryer. That's it. And again, smartphones, <laughs> they were, they were big ass walkie talkie looking motherfuckers, cell phones. Some people even put them in their own car. Yeah. See, today, you know, you get the smartphone, you drive around with it, you're looking at it, you know, your GPS and whatever, and you're about to run off the damn road because you keep, can't keep your eyes on the road. Well, back in my day, there was, called a car phone. I, my, my stepmother, <laughs> love her enough, she had one in her Hyundai. The reason why I know is because my dad was the one that had it put in. He had the antenna in the back, sitting there just all, just, you know, looking all swab as hell, okay? Because I thought, shit, I got a phone in my car. I must be, must be doing something fucking right. That's just how badass it was. But that is what nostalgia induced for you. I see something on TV from like years ago, and it automatically takes me back to a certain time, certain date, certain place. And uh, growing up in those days, it was not all well and good for my family, but we made it work. My mother worked two jobs, maybe even three sometimes, to keep us a roof over our fucking heads. When we had, when they got food stamps, 
People didn't get no ABDT cards and shit. We got the papers yet. The brown, the green, the blues, everything else in a paper little pocket thing full of food stamps. Uh, <laughs> and that, that's some that's some, that's some old school shit. Um, all the T, all the talk shows, Donahue, Oprah, Oprah being the biggest one, uh, Sally Jesse Raphael, Wendy Williams, or no, not Wendy Williams. Uh, we got the name, read her name, big old tall blonde lady. Can't remember. It'll come back to me. Um, but yeah, see, it it was a it was a great time. I didn't know that then because I was a kid. I grew up watching things happen and, you know, I'm just thinking, why did that happen for? Like the, like the Challenger explosion. Okay. I was in fucking school in, well, let me see, I was in the fourth grade, I think it was. And my, I seen teachers, grown ass people crying because a Challenger blew up. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I knew there was a challenger. I knew that they were going into space, and I knew there was a there was a teacher on board. And I remember watching the TV news, you know, ABC, NBC, and all them as they played it over and over again that this challenger blowing up. Yeah, it, it was um, it was a crazy time, but. Compared to today's standards and the way things are right now, those are some great-ass times right now. Yeah, we didn't have a lot. We didn't have pretty much nothing, especially if we were African-American. But we did have, you know, we did have some things. We had, you know, manners. We, we you know, even if somebody was talking to you like a piece of shit, and they were older than you, at least for me, I would call him yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. My mom and dad embedded that in my head. And uh, it's something that I use to this very fucking day. Like I said, I work around a bunch of senior citizens all day. I drive them here, drive them there. And I could hear my mom in my head saying, you better say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, when you put this lady in the car. Or no, sir, yes, sir. Don't ever call them by their last name unless they want you to. And that's what I'm doing. Hell, it, it's by that, from my point of view, somebody might think that's corny as hell because I actually respect my elders. Now, most kids don't respect any damn thing, elders or otherwise. And then, of course, there was the punishment thing. Now, I know by today's standards, parents don't like putting their hands on their kids because they feel like they feel extremely bad, which I can understand. And they don't want to do anything to them they might you know, regret. In my era, that was called do that shit again. I remember <laughs> a long time ago, me and my brother had the lamp from the front room up in our house, up in our bedroom without my mom's permission. So my mom came up there and told me and my brother, if we do not find the little circle thing on the on the ground to put the shade over the, the lamp, that was our ass. We stayed up all fucking night looking for this one little ball of screw. To the point we were so exhausted we fell on the fucking floor asleep. And lo and behold, my mom had it the whole damn time. Just to teach us a lesson. 
if I was acting stupid, if I got bad grades, if I have a temper tantrum, which I never had, but if I did, my mom and my dad would beat my ass wherever the hell I was. Ass whooping galore. Kids now, their parents, well, I'm going to take your PS5. I'm going to take your cellular phone. I'm going to take your, your computer and put it in my closet and lock the door and blah, 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 blah. These fucking kids now don't give a shit. At least some of them don't. They will bust their damn door open to get wherever the hell they want from you. Even if you told them not to do it. Some are hard-headed. I was a hard-head once. But my shit softened up after I got my ass whooped a few thousand times. But see, discipline then is nothing like it is now. By today's standards, that's abuse. But in my day, it was ass whooping. You gonna talk? Oh, you gonna talk back to me? Okay, swing out the belt and start whipping your ass. Yeah, I bet you do that to a kid now. I'm gonna call the cops on you. Call the motherfuckers. Call them. Go ahead. That gives me 15 more minutes to whoop your ass before they get here. There you go. That was the 1980s. Okay, and <laughs> and I listen to the radio sometimes, especially like the old school stations. Today they were playing. Uh, <laughs> Who can it be now from Minute Work? Again, don't know who the group is. They're from Australia. Love them. And that song, to me, is still cool as hell. There's other ones they made, too, but it was, you know, the biggest one was, you know, that one and Land, uh, Man from Down Under or something like that. Land Down Under, whatever you call it. And again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, look them up. I recommend it. Uh, we had groups like Aha, uh-huh, Minute Work. Um, a whole bunch of Guns N' Roses, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, they came out in the eighties. It was a just a it was a great ass time. And yeah, we all knew what lane we were in. We didn't go in somebody else's lane and tell them to do this because we don't like it. In other words, hurting people's feelings. Back in those days, fuck your feelings. Fuck you. I got my own problems. Screw yours. And that's just how it was. No disrespect. But that was nostalgic. That was a memory. And it's hard to believe that 43 years ago, the 1980s started. And a lot of shit went down in that decade. Let me tell you. I mean, it was... Some parts of it I wish we never had to do, and other parts I miss them dearly. I really do. I miss all the times I got to go out on my 10-speed ride around my neighborhood, hanging out, you know, here in Kansas City and in California. Uh, I remember hanging around my sisters and brothers around the TV when Michael Jackson's Bad premiered in California on a floor model. Floor model TV, kids don't know what the hell that is. It is the biggest damn TV that you could ever have in the early 80s. You thought you were the king dingling by having one of those. But they're heavier than shit. You would break your damn back out before you even got the damn thing off the ground. I've moved many of them, and it was not fun. And personal computers. We did have Apple. We did have Macintosh. And... There have been computers around way before they became home computers. But 
when the 80s came, that's when that blew up. Apple was only computers. There was no such thing as Apple Watches, iPhones, and I don't care, I don't know. You had a computer. You had a mouse. You had a floppy disk, which is the biggest damn disk you ever see. And you would put it in a computer to program it. I went to, went to school for computer operations because of my you know, workings with a personal computer. And then, of course, they had the laptops and stuff like that. But, that, but the computer was their main thing. There was no Google. There was no Instagram. There was no Facebook. There was no TikTok. There was no, you know, dilly wad diddly. It didn't fucking matter. We didn't have any of that shit. Social media was me going into a person's house or they're coming to mine. Social media was me going to school and picking up a newspaper and reading about it. Social media was playing sports. That's, the only, that's all the social media we had. We didn't have it on a phone that's the size of a fucking calculator. <laughs> and we we had some we had harsh times. I mean, we drove in cars without seat belts. Yeah. Pretty pretty daring, right? Of course. We rode in the back of pickup truck. And to bring that up, I had the perfect example of what I'm talking about here. Picture it. California. 1988, dead of winter. It does get cold in California. Do not get, don't get it twisted. It gets fucking downright cold as shit in California. But anyway, we're going out to my uncle's and my aunt's house. They live in Pomona. Where we're living at is about an hour and a half drive, maybe two at the most. I told my father, who at the time had a Nissan pickup truck, black, my favorite color. I told him, and I quote, I want to sit in the back of the damn truck. He's like, excuse me? I said, I want to sit in the back of the pickup truck. And I did. And I must mind you, I was on the freeway. There was a the freeway went straight to Los Angeles. And we stopped in Pomona. I was in the back of the pickup truck the whole fucking time. I was giving symbols to, to, to trucks when I passed by to honk their horns. My dad thought I was out of my fucking mind. But that day and age, no one give a shit. Yeah, well, it's just a kid in the backseat of a pickup. You do that shit now, they'll have to throw your whole damn family in jail now. That's how nonchalant he was, Okay. Um, you know how most men try to, you know, teach their cousin, their sons how to drink beer and everything. I did all that. My dad gave me my first beer, not a sip, an actual fucking beer, <laughs> when I was about fourteen years old. I'm not an alcoholic or anything, thank God, knock on wood. But it just shows you how much things have changed. My dad was not trying to be my friend; he was trying to be my father. And if I did something that was not sunlike. He would put his father's ass foot in my ass. That's how it was. That's that's parenting in the 1980s. And I was blessed to live those days in that era. I mean, watching Madonna on the MTV Music Awards, rolling around on the stage in a wedding dress, singing like a virgin. 
Hey. <laughs> and here's Maya's like, Mom, what's the virgin? I didn't even know what the fuck it was. She was singing about it. And I couldn't understand it. Hell. Wrestling. WWF. Not this E bullshit. WWF. You had grace like Hulk Hogan. You had Macho Man. May you rest in peace. You had Dusty Rhodes. Rest in peace. You had um, Roddy Piper. Rest in peace. I've seen Bret Hart. The Undertaker. Yokozuna. And of course, as always, Andre the Giant. <laughs> Big John stood. Come on. Rufus R. fucking Jones. He used to he used to wrestle right down at Kip Arena, right down the damn road from here. Where I'm from where I'm living at. Harley Race. I met that man in person. He shook my hand at the casino and he swallowed my hand like I was like there was nothing there. He looked like he was big enough to knock me on my ass even at, in, in his 70s. May he rest in peace as well. But all I'm trying to say here, ladies and gentlemen, if you are a kid or was a kid that grew up in the 1980s from 1980 to 1989, you know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. If you were a kid who parents threw your ass out the damn door right when they got home so you can go outside and play, then you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. If you've been stuck in a tree, you know what I'm talking about. You ever did like the, you know, the, the ramp in front of your door, do a wheelie or do a jump, or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. <sighs> Good old days. But now we're in the future. We are in the, I may be shot, I may be not. I may be racially profiled by the police. I may be even shot for that too. Because cheap, because police officers never change. They were they were that way from the get go. Los Angeles and New York, especially the most corrupted damn police departments in the fucking country back in the day. And of course, and you'll love this one. The former Cheeto in charge, before he made his presidential run, he was just him, millionaire, got Trump towers. Got a Trump yacht. Got a Trump car. He trumped all of his ex-wives. Whatever. Before all that, he was just him. A spoiled little rich brat. Which is the same thing he is now. So, hey, nothing really changes. So, in the movie stars, again. Bruce Willis. Love that man to death. He's going through a hard time right now with his, you know, with his diagnosis. And he had to stop acting because of it. But I remember... Die Hard. I remember Moonlighting. I love that show. Um, Die Hard. Hell, I was living in California when they shot that. I seen the fucking the, the building they shot it in up close. I took a picture of her. I'm like, hey, this is where John McClane killed a bunch of people. Yay. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Cy Salone. This is before Expendables. This was like Rambo. This was Terminator. This was Commando. This was, you know, Rocky. Uh, everything. Rhinestone. They all did all that. Comedies. Twins. You know? <laughs> it's, it's, it, the list is a mile long. 
some of the best boxers came out of the 80s. Sugar Ray Leonard, you know, uh, Larry Holmes, <laughs> Tommy Hitman Hearns, man, was dangerous. <sighs> Marvelous Marvin Hagler. They had all these beautiful fucking boxing names to give these people. So they could knock your damn head off. Iron Mike Tyson. See, the Tyson you're looking at now is a tame and controlled Mike Tyson. I remember Mike Tyson knocking people's head off in five seconds of the damn fight. I know y'all seen YouTubes of him knocking people out and closing eyes. And, I mean, great final time, great final time. That's what I grew up with, okay? You got the broken in, older version of Mike Tyson. I had the Iron Mike Tyson, the one that would knock your ass out and your mama felt it, okay, saying what he's going to do and he doesn't. They shouldn't even call him Iron Mike Tyson. He should have called him the Reaper Mike Tyson. I seen him hit a guy so damn hard one time, I thought he was dead. He, he was a powerful son of a bitch. He probably still is. I would never say that to his face because I respect him that much, you know. But, yeah, very, very extremely no memorable decade back to the future classic fucking movie you made a time machine out of a DeLorean yes he did they made two other movies from that movie I've sat in that DeLorean at a fucking car show once nostalgic as hell and the damn camera doesn't do any justice that's a big damn car but um yeah it's a um, it's a decade that a lot of shit went down, a lot of stuff was made, and it's still being made to this very damn day. Those little small, those little smartphones that we have, what the fuck do you think they started inventing those in the 1980s? We went from CD player, we went from cassette desk to CDs. Where do you think they got those from? The 80s. See, there wasn't all this MP3 download, you know, an app to get shit, okay? There was no such thing as fucking Spotify. And all that type of stuff. We had Penny Lane. We had arcades. We had music stores. Where they sell actual music. On albums. And CDs. If me and my, if I'd have died for every time me and my brother went to a damn music store. To look at the fucking music they had there. Man. We would own that some bitch. Okay. And we had epidemics. The AIDS epidemic. And then by that, by that, by our standards now, you know, they, you know, people back then were scared to death of fucking AIDS. They call it a gay disease, which is bullshit. Okay. There wasn't no gay disease. It wasn't like, well, this is the way God takes out. No, don't use that shit. When Magic Johnson got it, I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, the gay disease. Ooh. No, the fuck is not. It's an equal opportunity to fucking disease. And if you get it wrong, you will die from it. So, 1980s. Hell of a damn year. Hell of a damn era. And all the things stopped right after days without, without. My device went up the air. Sad about that shit. Um, it's a whole bunch of stuff. And I get nostalgic every once in a while. And I think about it too hard and my way of getting it off my head 
is by doing stuff like this, talking to my podcast and everything else. But I know and know for sure if you were born in that era, you know exactly what the hell I am talking about. You cannot tell me you did not have some slick back bullet, you know, hairdo back in those days. You can't tell me that. Anybody pull uh, anybody pulls out a picture from their class when they were in school, I'd guarantee you you're gonna see several different things. Mitch Mac clothes, probably serial killer glasses, long hair, short hair, mullets, rat tails, whatever. I've seen it all. <laughs> and it's um it's 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 <laughs> I mean, it's, it was a great, it was a great era. It really was. And these kids now, think of the 1980s and 90s, like I used to think about the 60s, 70s, or 50s, 60s, and 70s. Wow, they actually did that? You know, I mean, and I'm, a, I'm not to say I'm a big, you know, I don't say it out loud, but I look, I love history. History to me is just, you know, the way we learn shit to not do it again. So for me to talk to one of my uncles, my mom, and my dad, and ask them, what did they do back in when they were my age? <coughs> they would say, well, we did this, we did that. We had to pay $5 for gas and fill it up and big cars, big hair, whatever. I know how that feels now. I had a kid ask me once, how old I was I back in 1984? I was nine years old. He's like, wow, you were that young? I was like, yeah, yeah, surprising, ain't it? I had a, I had a waistline I could actually see. My legs didn't hurt. My hips didn't hurt. I wore glasses, but, you know, I had pretty good vision. Still do. And um, they think it's like, holy crap, you were born with Michael Jackson. Yeah, see, all the people that are doing things differently now, like Queen Latifah, Ice-T, LL Cool J doing the acting thing, I remember they were all rap artists. Ice-T especially. I love the hell out of Ice-T. Y'all got the HBU Olefin Tutorello Ice-T. I grew up with Power, the LP. I grew up with Original Gangster, LP. Okay. I grew up with him wearing a chain around his neck with a gun at the bottom of it. That's the Ice-T I grew up with. The Queen Latifahs. Yeah, you know from, from the Equalizer and other movies and stuff like that? Oh, no. I remember Ladies First, Queen Latifah. You and I-T-Y, Queen Latifah. Before she blew up in Hollywood. And... She was all about ladies first, and she you know, wore her little African dashikis and everything else. And it was elegant. And that is the biggest thing that came out of the 1980s. People were proud of who they were. They, they, they wore their proudness on their sleeve. They didn't mind going to, going to work, working nine to five and, you know, making an honest living and all that type of shit. They didn't care. But see, now, working is a luxury. You may get a lot of money, but you spend half of it on bills or yourself. And it was, uh, it, it was it, like I said, 80s were a simpler time. Man. And I can finally say that now. 
I could see where the hell my parents would say that. Because it was a simpler time. There was all this damn political bullshit that's going on right now. Yeah, it was, but it was underneath a lot of shit. You know, and it was, um, like I said, everybody knew their lane. If you're gay, you stay in this lane. If you're straight, you stay in this lane. There was no cross-cutting and everything else. You know, there was all this damn hatred for one guy, which I do hate the guy. They used to run this fucking country into the ground. <laughs> None of that shit. And that's what makes it so nostalgic. Half the stores I grew up with in Kansas City are all gone now. TGNY, Ventures, you know, <laughs> all the other stores. Safeway, gone. Unless they're just hiding somewhere. Where everybody, everything in Kansas City over the span of 40 years has changed. Not the way it was when I was coming up. And, you know, where old buildings used to be, they got condominiums now. And people now don't hold their tongue for any damn body. They would cuss out a little kid and snatch the damn life off from them because they looked at them wrong, you know. And it, it's nothing like it was. Nothing. It's a damn shame, too. But I'll have people ask me, what was going on when I was a kid, their age, or whatever like that. And I could actually look at them and say, well, son, back in my day, we did this, we did that, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it is gonna, uh, it makes me, it ages me, because, see, like, for example, um, Robert Downey Jr., love that man, okay? But see, you got the Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr., Okay. I got the Robert Downey Jr. that played secondhand to Rodney Dangerfield in Back to School. Very funny movie, by the way. The um, less than zero, you know, Robert Downey Jr. The Weird Science. If you've never seen that movie, look it up on YouTube as well. I got that, Robert Downey Jr. The smartass, Robert Downey Jr. Not the elegant, you know, Tony Stark. Iron Man billionaire, you know, RDJ that you have. I had Robert Downey, okay? And the man could act his ass off. I had Chaplin, Chaplin, RVD, or Robert Downey Jr. So you got you got the broken version, okay? And that's like that with all, all, these, all these other ones. No, Denzel, Denzel, another, another good damn example. Denzel Washington started acting. Very young. He ended up getting a part on a TV show that was on Channel 4. Or Channel 9 or something like that. St. Elsewhere. <laughs> Seeing him on there and then thinking how he is now. How big he is. How big of a star he is. How much he's loved and everything. And just kind of like, you're just like, damn, he came a long way. And he did. You know? So, ladies and gentlemen, I know that... Um, I'm getting, you know, this whole um, nostalgia thing out the way. But I just wanted to share this with you guys. And like I said, if you are an 80s kid, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But for everybody else that does not know any of the things I just mentioned, look them up on YouTube. You can do that now. You can do it from your phone. You can do it from your computer. But trust me, 
that era was the best. Bar fucking none to me. If I could go back to 1980s right now, I would pack my bags, take my wife, and get the hell out of here. That's just how much it meant to me. And she probably said the same damn thing. But folks, that is it for me tonight. Say this is a Subject Friday segment. And as always, this is The Saint signing off. Take care. God bless.